Right, boys, back again now, episode seven, Injury Time Brawl podcast. Magnificent seven, as they say. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we've got a good one lined up. Scotty, of the episodes you've gone back and listened to, what's been your favourite so far? Um, I actually really enjoyed that that one last time, the the um, the movies one. And you're saying, good pals, good pals. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm, yeah, I was absolutely crying at it. So funny. Be honest, be honest, have you actually went back and listened to any of them? I, I do. Aye, well, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we've also got Christmas coming up, obviously, so if you're looking for any football shirts, modern or retro, head over to Football Shirts Online. That's www.footballshirtsonline.uk for a 10% discount if you use code PODCAST at checkout. Ooh, um, nice. We, I've been trying to get the, the website higher in the, the search listings, right? So if you, you type in Football Shirts Online on page four, right? But if you, if you type in uh, Shrimp Football Shirts, I'm ninth on page one. No, it's so there, there's an easy shortcut there. Love it, love it. Uh, I'm thinking as well, since we're in December, what we could do in a couple of weeks' time, if you fancy, we could do an alternative end-of-year award ceremony. Mm-hmm. Nice, love it. So just come up with mental awards and dish them out. Yeah. Everybody gets one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but bef- before we get into all the, the good stuff, I need to start on a serious note. We had some very sad news last week regarding the diagnosis of Scott's IBS. How are you keeping, Scotty? It's... Um... It's been a week, so a week up and down. Um, especially, you know, Ben. Your down. trousers. Aye. <laughs> Mostly done. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm red raw, lads, I'll be honest. <laughs> I, heard, uh, I heard that means you've now got IBS as well as IPS. What is IPS? Ir- irritable personality syndrome. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right, we're getting our wee news round up. Go for it. Aye, aye. Uh, Arsenal lost 2-1 at home to Wolves, which was our third home loss in a row in the Premier League. Apparently, it's the worst performance at home since Mellor's going for his dinner before the end of the podcast last week. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a dinner worth going to, so... Aye. Oh, well, that, that's fine. That's aye. fine. Um, next up, eighth-tier Marine have been drawn at home to play Premier League leader Spurs in the third round of the FA Cup. Uh, says here the gap between the teams is nearly as big as the gap between Mellor's and ears. <laughs> Just kidding, Mellor's. He's getting it hard. Holy joke. I know. Uh, you're, safe, you're safe now, Mellor's. You're safe All now. right, cool. Uh, Chelsea. <laughs> Not faster. <laughs> Not faster. <laughs> uh, Chelsea have been drawn at home to Morecambe. Uh, did you know Morecambe's nickname is, of course, the Shrimpers? Small, quiet, not great to look at, and comes from the sea. It's good to have you with us this week, Fish. Got everybody now. And uh, brawler of the week this week goes to another Orlando City player. Two weeks in a row, um, so great effort from them. Mauricio Pereira was sent off for a reckless challenge from behind, studs up right down the calf. Uh, former Rangers player Matt Polster. If you haven't seen it, definitely give it a watch. And I think that knocked him out of the MLS playoffs. So. Ooh. Oh boy! Good, good performance from him. Oh boy! Uh, oh, last boy. up as well, Scotty. You'll like this one. Yep. Memphis the Pie is back at it again. Have you seen this? He's been releasing new music. Uh, he's released so many new songs recently. They are saying he's the first Dutch player to drop this much since Tim Krul. Oh, come on! Timmy. Right under the bus. <laughs> uh, right, proper football now. Um, Celtic's defeat away at AC Milan now has them in a terrible run of two wins in 11 games. Uh, Scotty, as someone who can sympathise with terrible runs, what's happening at Celtic? Well, 
you know, it, it starts from the top. It's, uh, it's what they're, they're putting into the squad is eventually what will run out of it. So, it's, uh, <laughs> it's time to target those big men, you know? Yep. You want to take this one, Fish? Uh, who are we talking about? Celtic. Um, I'm an Aloha fan, then, mate. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. Aloha. Delay on that um, one. 2 0 up, are we not? 2 0 up inside 15 minutes and then no. threw it away. I didn't watch the match, so I don't know. See, was. Yeah, did I? I was wow. working. I just had a wee look when I got home. But, um, yeah, no idea. Absolutely no idea. That's twice now in the Europa League we've been two, two up and thrown it. Uh, you were spot on, by the way. Two and up in the yeah. first fifteen. Yeah. Two um, all half time. <laughs> two two up against uh, Lille as well. Oh, were you? What was the score in the yeah. Lille game? Two two. Oh, no, not as bad. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you see the top yeah. of the Serie A? Not. Uh, up, up, yeah, it must be about there. Yeah, and so a tough side, obviously, but. Can't be thrown it away that easily. They lost it in like two minutes as well. It was two 0 up in fifteen minutes, and then they conceded in the twenty fourth and the twenty sixth. Was it? Yeah. So it was gone within a matter of minutes. Um, just a nightmare. Eh? And then obviously the fucking protesting at the weekend doesn't uh, help. Mentally um, crazy. You on board with any of that? Obviously not the violent stuff, but. No, no. Um, there's people saying, "Oh, they're not real fans," but they're probably. I, I get it if you're like paying thousands to go to every game, and well, not at the moment, but like <laughs> season tickets and going across Europe and whatnot. Um, then you maybe have a right to to complain about what's happening, but throwing rocks and shit. Aye, chucking barriers uh, at police cars and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Just no, no excuse for that. It's not even that bad in the grand scheme of things. Like you're, no, it's it's a bad start to a season. Uh, I think it's I think it's because because of what's at stake. You know, out the cup. First time you lost a cup game in four and a half years. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Thirty-five games, is it? Mental. Thirty-six well, games. First, first bad run in about ten years, essentially. Yeah, and, and everybody's gone mad. Uh, I'm obviously upset, but. I'm not going to fucking... See, Martin O'Neill's now the bookie's favourite to take the job. Do you know who's second? Jack Ross, the Hibs manager. Really? Yeah, 2-1. to one. Yeah. It's a strange one. Thank you. Who'd you go? No, we, like, we like taking pe- people from Hibs, though. That's true. Who would you go for, Mellors? Not sure, to be honest. Any names? I'm still sticking by Eddie Howe. But you take... Uh, what's his name? From Livingston. Gary Holt? Yeah. Aye. Why not? Go recently, recently out of a job. It's true. Available. Not any compensation. There you go. You heard it here first. Gary Holt for the Celtic job. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, should you hear some of the stats about Celtic in their Europa League away matches, though? Yes. Two of the... They've won two of their last 25 away matches. Wow. Yeah. Drawn, drawn 11, lost 12. But they read that... It was Lazio that they beat... Like last Aye, year, this time it? last yeah. year, yeah. this time last year we were beating Lazio, and now we can't beat Sparta. <laughs> so I guess like, sites will have been set pretty high. No disrespect. The fact that whole situation and I guess exacerbates it. 
thing is, Sparta Prague are on a bad run as well. The only win in the last five games was against Celtic in the really? previous leg. 4-1 so, twice. Yeah. Two wins in six games, both against Celtic. Not bad. 4-1. So it's trouble in paradise then. There is. I had to get that one in. What would you say? Would you give him to the cup final? Um, Board are backing him. Still, aye, apparently. Even after the. Reckon it's just like the fight. Ross County. Maybe. I don't know. I've no idea. <laughs> don't know what only, only, only they know what's going on. Yeah. Um, players and Lennon himself, I guess. You want to move on to Rangers? Not really. No. Yeah, I wasn't going to say any much that much about Rangers. We played uh, three at the back tonight as well. But, uh, Celtic did. Even, uh, yeah. They don't even know their best formation. That's another thing. I know. Yeah. Just keep that El Mohammed or whatever his name is is an absolute bomb scare. <laughs> Where's he playing? Right in midfield? <laughs> he was centre-back? right centre-back. He's the only quick one, though. Frimpong. Well, but I mean at the back. Centre-backs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Higher and I don't know. Duffy would it? I don't think Duffy was playing. Aye, Rangers. Only thing you can really say is the Benfica match. It's annoying being two goals up against them twice, but you know, <laughs> not can't really complain about anything at the moment. What so. was the score? Two two. Two two. Aye, it was like two all until the seventy fifth minute, and then Tavernier scored an own goal, and then their second goal was just unreal. It's like mm. one touch pass, and they just rifled in. Mm. Um. Aye, I'm just going to say, keep the head down, don't get carried away, just let Celtic implode. It was Beaton, Beaton was the other centre-back. Mm, he's, he's in and out, isn't he? Yeah, mm. they've uh, got two all in now, by the way, Standard Liege. Are they? Uh, Who? Standard Liege? Aye. Liege. <laughs> Not Liege. Is that a home or away? It's Liege, mate. Is it Leach? <laughs> nah, yeah, that, that's a home, by the way. Should be Rangers. Rangers should be winning this, man. Maybe there's trouble, ah, well. at, the, trouble at the old mill. <laughs> That'd be fine. Second half. You see what? Um, um, what was this job? Um, Gerard was saying about McGregor. Nah. Nah, he's saying he's like one of the best he's he's like played with. And that. I mean, not played with, but I guess been involved with. Managed. As in, like actual ability or like. I don't know, I think about it. I think that's what he's saying. I, I think he could have got into a top six club easy 10 years ago. Mm. Oh, he's, that's they, they only need it. They only need a draw to go, last, go through to the last 32 Rangers. You want to top the group, though, eh? Yeah, you do. Like. He would like to. Yeah, he could get a nightmare draw, but I, I really don't care if we go out the next round. It's like, all about the league, that's it. Don't care if don't care anything else. Just about the league. <laughs> uh, yeah. Scotty, Miller's Hearts fans, two defeats in eight days now. Out the cup, you that bothered? Or... Ugh, I'm not. I'm not stressing about the Alawa. Alawa came too much, man. Um, you should be. Fuck off, you. Um, <laughs> nah, biggest. It, it doesn't sound like we're producing much. Much. Uh, you'd like to be winning against Alawa. Um, fucking shape. Shape team. Shape fans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, it was a pen fucking old god the whole old god got sent the wrong way but um, I don't know like, like it sounded like we maybe had a couple of chances early on in the first half but eh, denied and just didn't, didn't seem to be producing much um, and aye fuck it that's the most important part 
for me is just getting back into the Prem. So, aye, you've already got a cup final to look forward to. Exactly, so. one less cup that we're we're gonna win, lads. Although to be fair, Aberdeen out, Celtic out, probably would have been top five teams. Mm. Aye, yeah, but not arsed. Mm, I mean, it, it'd have been nice, but something. At least, uh, uh, out in the second round, at least we're not piling energy into it and then we get pumped out, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, it's an effective use of energy there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. We're an efficient club, always happy. Efficient club. Uh, you want to move on to the English games? Aye. Uh, we start with the Friday night game, which was Scotty. You see that one? Mm, I didn't, but I know it's Newcastle. Did you know the score? No, no, I don't know. I said, no, check that yet. I'll know, I'll know, Banty. They won this week, 2 0. Oh, you fucking dancer. They're, I think they're. They joined with Man United now? Or am I getting that wrong? Oh, no, they're the head of Arsenal in the league now. That's what I think. That's right. what it is. So, looking rosy. 13th. 13th. Oh, Friday's match postponed that. Oh, of course. Sorry, they got the COVID yeah, outbreak. Um, no tea. No. <laughs> no, that's fine. You can conserve energy for Newcastle as well. Uh, oh. You watched the Man United game, Millers? Uh, I missed it. Missed it. You see the score? Ooh. Yeah, good comeback. She was close, like. Very. Very. To be fair, Southampton 2 0 up at half time. I watched the game. It was literally just a class free kick. And then I think it was a corner as well. Was that? That's pretty deceptive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like it was like a 50 50 first half, and then mm. Cavani came on and he was fucking class. He came in, he really did, they? Let's take it the last minute, eh? Mm. Old 90, 92nd minute, um, John. Oh, that was what year, wasn't it? I was gutted. Although I had a coupon on, so. Did you have a coupon on, eh? Aye. Um, <laughs> would you start Cavani now from now on, Mellis? I think he's deserved it, yeah, after that game. Cavani up top. And then who's behind them? Uh, well, probably Bruno Fernandez, and then you got Rashford and uh, well, I don't know Green. I quite like Greenwood. He should probably start on the right. I think it was him that got hooked for Cavani, but I'd probably agree. I'd go Greenwood as well. If you got Cavani scoring, Greenwood scoring, Rashford scoring, Fernandez scoring, that's a nightmare. <laughs> Just the two behind it are a bit of a bomb scare. Yeah. But if you've got everyone scoring, that's, that's nothing but good. Nothing that's bad true. about that. I, I, to be fair, I was slagging them off last week and giving you a bit of a grilling about getting rid of uh, Solskjaer. I think they've got a game in hand over Chelsea. If they win that, they're tied on points for Chelsea. Yep. Yeah, so don't listen to me. See, the hair went off. I, but I think he start, did he start in the Champions League? So I was playing yesterday. I think yeah, Henderson came on for him and within like eight minutes he'd made more saves than De Gea did in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you see the Brighton-Liverpool as well? I watched the highlights. So... I, was, I was fuming at the Liverpool players moaning about VAR. <laughs> see, see if we didn't Jordan have VAR. Well. Oh, that, did you see that eight-minute rant he did? Stinking. I used to like them about that. No it was about like how... They've got so many twelve thirty kickoff times or something, which is making uh, their players injured more or something. Yeah, so that they played on the 
Tuesday, uh, or the, no, they played on the Wednesday. Then they've got the half twelve kickoff on the Saturday, but then they're playing the next Tuesday, right? So they've got like three games in a week, and he's moaning that they're kicking off at twelve thirty instead of three o'clock. It was a massive rant about it. I'm just, what's the difference? You get more time for the next game. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, but I about the VAR, they were, everybody's going mad about it. But see, if we didn't have VAR, and then Brighton on another day get a beat three 0 Liverpool scored two offside goals, and they don't get a penalty. Nobody cares because it's Brighton. Yeah. Because it's Henderson and Klopp screaming about it. Then, um, did you, did you see Klopp after the? Did you see the the highlights of it? Got emails. Did you, do you always see it? No, no I didn't catch it. So it was like ninety third minute or something like that, and then Welbeck takes a touch in the Liverpool box. He like nicks the ball past Robertson. Robertson like boots him in the foot. Right. And it's one. It's one of those ones that's not that clear, like in real time. But he clearly just booted him on the foot, trying to boot the ball away. And then Welbeck's gone down like a wee bit softly, but it's like a clear kick. And then it gets brought back. Ninety fourth minute penalty. They score it, and then Klopp's like. Walking down the touchline, clapping the linesman, all that kind of thing. Uh, Somehow he gets away with it. Yeah. Aye, just um, just because it's like aye. aye, exactly. He, he gets away with it. Um, and then annoyed me again in the Champions League. He said the one 0 win over Ajax was one of his biggest European nights as Liverpool manager. <laughs> Say that again, sorry. Mate. So they beat Ajax one 0 in the Champions League. He said it was one of his biggest European nights as Liverpool manager. He's <laughs> been in two finals. Two champ- three finals, two Champions League finals, and one Europa League. Oh, but a group group stage match against Ajax. No fans. Uh, no fans. No, no fans. Right, <laughs> <laughs> rant over. Guess it's a tough uh, top. Tottenham my game in hand though. Well, I guess Liverpool are just a game over maybe. What about Chelsea? Oh, you fucker! What about Chelsea? Oh, you? I I watched that game. Folk will say that was Spurs being boring, but I don't really mind that. I think I maybe got used to you know, him being at Chelsea, but Spurs just defended. Chelsea couldn't break them down. Like, I mean, is what it is. You've got to expect some tactical play when you're playing away from home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like Chelsea defended really well. They didn't really give them a chance until the ninety-third minute, where Spurs didn't have a shot on target in the second half, hmm. maybe even a shot. Um, but I think Chelsea were good at stopping them countering. Right. And that's maybe why Spurs would get branded as boring, but Chelsea didn't really give them any space. Like you saw, they done at United when they had space. Mm. Chelsea just stepped back a bit, and then they didn't really have anything going forward. So yeah, I'd cut, cut Spurs a bit of slack. I think they they drew it tonight though, didn't they? Three all. Three all, yeah. Against Linz, Austrian team. Aye. Oh, did they? That's um, a keeping burst. They threw anyway though. That's a keeping burst. Ninety third minute was it? Not sure, mate. I'd have to check that. It was. It was indeed. Um, oh, we also had City back to winning ways 5 0, and Arsenal are hopeless. Oh, man, City. Yeah. Just leave, just leave they must, it have, that, heard, they must have, must have heard you last week. You said they weren't scoring very much. I know. There you City. go. Listen to me. Burnley, Listen Burnley to on five points. Gee, man. That was a sad. I said, <laughs> I said they would be fine the other week, but now I don't think they will because we've not got any fans. I think that's the difference. See if you've got twenty or thirty thousand Burnley fans. I'd hate playing there. Oh, uh, most, most hostile. Stink the place out. Most hostile crowd since uh, Alloa. <laughs> Burnley just ate Alloa the Premier League. <laughs> nice. And then fucking Fulham beat Leicester. 
Yeah. Finally scored a penalty. Aye. Lookman's in the win. Missed so many, man. <laughs> uh, uh, anyone in the Premier League? Uh, no. No. no many stories. Uh, right, new feature this week. We've all heard of the famous saying, stick to what you know. Uh, but Fish, for this next bit, you've totally ignored that because you've got a segment about Man of the Match. Oh, yes. Right. Hang on a second. Uh, so we, we love our we love our, uh, our awards on Injury Time Ball Podcast. We love, uh, obviously, the big ones. Um, the what? <clears throat> the big ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Intertoto Inter- Cup and the Ebony Shoe. Uh, however, I'm going to take a wee minute to talk about some Man of the Match awards you might not have heard of, or you might have heard of. I've got top five nice. of the weirdest Man of the Match awards in football. Uh, and we'll start with, uh, we'll start in South Africa in a domestic cup game uh, sponsored by uh, Telecom. And the man of the match received five gigs of data. <laughs> St- starting off that team. That is class. Starting off team. I can't, uh, Wait, what's Mam- this? Mam- Mamelody Sundowns. I think we've had that on a... We hardly knew yet. We've had a sundown, yeah. Uh, Mamelody Sundowns player Halomfo Kikana, Kikana uh, received five gigs of data. So in the middle of the match. What would you do with five games of data mailers? Uh, Pornhub Premium. Yeah, probably. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so number four. This boy won man of the match and got rewarded with five gigs of data. Five gigs of data mate, from uh, Telecom. <laughs> South African. South African. Yeah. I mean, it's some uh, got, some incentive to get man of the match. Like. That's got street value of at least a tenner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we move into Argentina. Um, Argentina international, international Franco Armani. Good name. <laughs> he received... Uh, the match was sponsored by Burger King. And he received yes. a grill. Oh, like a, a barbecue grill <laughs> for his uh, he's a goalkeeper and he got man of the match that's brilliant uh, top three now big ones obviously bit closer at home this one Scotland oh, uh, well. Aberdeen Stephen Glass in the 1995 greatest year of all time League Cup final received a bicycle <laughs> a Coca-Cola bicycle no less that's outstanding uh, it's just, you know, you get those bikes that the front wheel has got spokes and then the back wheel's like got like a plastic insert. Like, mm. it's just got Coca Cola all over the plastic insert, Coca Cola all over the bike. Yeah. So, did you say uh, it was sponsored by Coke? Must have been the match, yeah. There's a wee picture there, but you can obviously see it. Stephen Glass, that was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they must have won it that year. Scottish, yeah, yeah. Uh, Number two, this is actually my personal favourite. I might move it to number one. Aye, I'm gonna. Uh, so number two, uh, we've got my namesake, oh. a fish. Nice, Martin Odegaard. 
uh, received a fish. <laughs> a 24-ounce salmon. 24-ounce uh, <laughs> salmon? Player, player of the month, actually, at Real Sociedad. Um, Live? Huh? Uh, no, a deed. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I just had a wee shopping bag of water. <laughs> so, uh, Mel, as you're a fan of fishing, would that be something you would you would strive towards for player of the month? Uh, probably not, no. <laughs> no worries. We move. So this this is at number two on this guy's list, but number one, I've got to. Um, we've got Poland in the Polish Ekstraklasa, the league, obviously. Um, player by the name of Gornik Zabrezy. Awarded with a man of the match with... Oh, no, that's, that's a team, Gordon Xabrizi. Awarding their man of the match with a live chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a, a picture of him holding a chicken in a cage and pointing at it. <laughs> <going like that>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can see. It's on the picture, you got a chicken wow. in a cage. Yeah. This is sick. Anyway, that was my wee piece. Love that. Nice. That was brilliant. Yeah, it's a very nice wee piece. <laughs> imagine wee bringing piece. a live chicken to a football match. Just imagine if it escaped. Brilliant, eh? Yeah. It's got nothing on the ebony shoe, though. That's true. The ebony shoes. What now? Do you know what? I would have stuffed that chicken and engraved it like man of the match. <laughs> get on the mantelpiece. What I was thinking as well to to get a wee bit. Uh, we want more sort of details for the listener and each one of our personalities. We'll do a personality quiz. Pick one person Ooh. each week because they take a take quite long to do, right? So pick one person each week. I'm thinking we'll start with mailers. Okay. This week, right? So it's like a personality slash moral sort of test, right? right? So there's I think there's thirty questions, so we're just gonna fire through them, right? So all of them are like a scale. So quick fire. I'll give you like a statement and you need to say like disagree strongly, disagree mostly, disagree somewhat, agree somewhat, agree mostly, agree strongly, right? So like one to six or zero to six, you know, how strongly you feel about it, right? Okay. So no real wrong answer, just whatever you feel, whatever you think, right? Now they are quite wordy, so if you need need any help or any explanation, just say right. Right, you ready, Mellors? Uh, go for it. Well, for, right, <laughs> questions. No, they're, they're heavy questions, right? Number one, obedience and respect for authority are the most important values children should learn. Obedience and respect for authority are the most important virtues children should learn. Um, agree. Agree somewhat, mostly or strongly? No, agree somewhat. Somewhat. You're just leaning towards it. Can't go about... Causing crimes and stuff. A person, a person who has bad manners, bad habits, and bad breeding could hardly expect to get along with decent people. Breeding. Well, dis- disagree. Disagree on that one. Yeah. Even though they've got bad manners and bad habits, bad breeding patterns. Uh, oh well, I think bad manners is probably the the main one. So I'd agree with bad manners, but not the other one. Other few. So. Disagree somewhat? Yeah. If people would talk less and work more, everybody would be better off. (laughs) 
Uh, Less talking, more work. Um, I, I agree. Agree, even though we're doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the businessman and manufacturer are much more important to society than the artist and the professor. Agree somewhat. Agree somewhat. Science has its place, but there are many important things that can never be understood by the human mind. Um, I disagree somewhat. <laughs> you're you're it, sitting on the fence here, aren't you? Well, they're, they're difficult ones because they're, they're a bit out of context as well. Every person should have complete faith in some supernatural power whose decisions he obeys without question. Strongly disagree. <laughs> disagree. Okay. Young people sometimes get rebellious ideas, but as they grow up, they ought to get out, ought to get over them and settle down. Uh, somewhat disagree. Somewhat disagree. What this country needs most, more than laws and political programs, is a few courageous, tireless, devoted leaders whom the people can put their faith. Agree. <laughs> agree. Yeah. Strongly. Mostly. Uh, mostly agree. Mostly. <laughs> Nobody ever learned anything really important except through suffering. <laughs> That's a strange one, but... Uh, somewhat disagree. Somewhat disagree. What the youth needs most is strict discipline, rugged determination, and the will to work and fight for family and country. Wait, say, that, say that again, the first, first bit. What the youth needs is... Most what the youth needs most is strict discipline, rugged determination, and the will to work and fight for family and country. Um, somewhat disagree. Somewhat disagree. An insult to honour should always be punished. Depends what you uh, agree. 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 Go for it. Which one? Somewhat. Mostly. Somewhat agree. Somewhat on the fence. There is hardly anything lower than a person who does not feel a great love, gratitude, and respect for their parents. There's nothing lower. Yeah. That. That, that's a good thing, having that for your parents. So, wait, so well, strongly, so mostly? Strongly. Then. Strongly. Right, halfway through. Most of our social problems would be solved if we could somehow get rid of the immoral, crooked, and feeble-minded people. <laughs> no, I'd say that's a good thing. So, whatever that is. Agree mostly, strongly? Agree mostly, then. Mostly. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I know you'll disagree on this one so I'm not going to read it out when a person has a problem or worry it is best for him not to think about it but it keeps when a person has a problem or worry it is best for him not to think about it but to keep busy with more cheerful things uh, strongly disagree strongly disagree nowadays more and more people are prying into matters that should remain personal and private agree well, I strongly agree Strongly. <laughs> Some people are born with an urge to jump from high places. I, I strongly agree. <laughs> when you're on top of, like, I don't know, a tall building, you just want to kind of see, well, I could jump off this building. <laughs> an, oh, urge. Really? an urge, Jesus. An urge. <laughs> I could just jump off you. <laughs> Fucking hell. People can be divided into two distinct classes, the weak and the strong. Uh, strongly agree. <laughs> <laughs> Someday it will probably be shown that astrology can explain a lot of things. Strongly agree, yep. Strongly agree. <laughs> About the stars, who knows? 
Uh, but astrology is like the stars and the way they affect like us. Like if you're a Scorpio, Gemini, you're more oh, likely right. no, to no, be no, no. No, I disagree on that one. Wars, sciencey stuff. Huh? Wars and social troubles may someday be ended by an earthquake or floods that will destroy the whole world. Uh, agree, strongly agree. Strongly agree. Every chance. No weakness or difficulty can hold us back if we have enough willpower. Strongly disagree. Ooh. It's best to use okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. It's best it's best to use some old school virtues to keep order and prevent chaos. Strongly agree. Strongly agree with that one. Most people don't realise how our lives are controlled by plots hatched in secret places. Uh strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Don't know. Human nature being what it is, there will always be war and conflict. Strongly agree. Uh, three or four left. Familiarity breeds contempt. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. For some people, anyway. Nowadays, when so many different kinds of people move around and mix together so much, a person has to protect himself, especially carefully against catching an infection or disease from them. Very topical. Very topical. Strongly agree. And I agree. Today's times. And the last one. The true honest way of life is disappearing so fast, force may be necessary to preserve it. You say, you say <laughs> the true honest way of life is disappearing so fast that force may be necessary to preserve it. Um, strongly agree. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. Okay, right, you ready to see what your score is? <laughs> Out for what scores? Now, what I didn't tell you was this wasn't just any personality <laughs> or moral test. This was a personality test to see how much of a fascist you are. A fascist, okay. <laughs> Remind me what a fascist is. Uh, Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Oh right! Oh wow! So I could be eighty percent. So eighty yeah. percent would be I'm eighty percent of Adolf. So great. So I think it's uh, between one and six. So the higher you are, the more fascist you are. Right. Right. You ready? Uh, well. <laughs> Don't make up now. I won't. You've got a 3.93. So. Is that out of 10, is it? Uh, out of 6. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> you're within you're within normal limits. An appropriate nice. score. Well done. Um, Sorry, then. He passed. He passed. He passed. You're uh, not a fascist. <laughs> you're not a fascist. If you got if you got anything higher than a, a four, you should practice doing things with your left hand, apparently, whatever that means. Because you're, <laughs> you're too far right, I guess. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, cheers to that, Millers. That was outstanding. Very random. No man to do football there for about an hour. <laughs> uh, back to football you ready to do we hard the new year oh I'll go first oh yes oh, oh straight, straight in there straight in, there. in love to see it right we're ready go for it man here we go coming in from Prague mhm as a centre forward made to start at Leicester and moved through, went to West Brom, went, uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce that club's name, uh, we passed through 
Blackpool on his way to Hearts of Midlothian. Well, well, well. Sparta after that and uh, West Brom finishing off. Uh, in fact, he's still at West Brom. We've got Roman Bednar. There's no danger he's still at West Brom, mate. <laughs> uh, it says he still is. <laughs> really? Mm. Oh, he is now. How old is he? 37. Well, well, could be. I don't I'll see that now. Oh, he's retired. Oh, there we are. Oh, <laughs> retired, retired for four years. <laughs> so, it's time to do stats. Now, with the, the mighty Jam Tarts, he saw 42 games, scored 12. Not bad. He uh, probably his, his best run of goals was with West Brom, 106 games, 33. 33 netted. Now, let's look at his honours. We've got one Scottish Cup winner, obviously. He's a Czech champion. He's also a Czech <laughs> Cup winner. <laughs> uh, obviously, he's a Czech Republic international. Um, ah, lads, it's uh, you know, a good resume there. Got a, got a bit of character too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we won't need to mention the fact that he he was with um, the heart side when uh, they beat the, the mighty Gretna mm. uh, on pen shout out to Famous. Gordon there um, and we can only assume that he netted uh, this pen top C you know don't really need to fact check that one did he definitely score it? Um, did he definitely take one? Aye. <laughs> unconfirmed. Un- unconfirmed reports, but it's looking likely. So, what I'm trying to say is, Roman Bedner, we hardly knew you. It's not a very strong case, Scotty. <laughs> You've given us nothing there, really. That's a, that's a hard... That's a he is hard. a Czech champion. He is a Czech champion. It's on paper. Did he win the League and Cup in the Czech Republic? Uh, he did, yeah. League one, yeah. It's quite good to be fair. Competitively. Uh, what good teams are in that league? You've got uh, Praha. Um, who else? Oh, there's that many of them. Split. You're just googling it now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start and say Roma Bednar. I don't mind them, but you're not getting in. We didn't want to know you. Oh, no one, no enough. No enough. I'll fall the suit. You can't. You can't. Not when you've got the likes of uh, Winton Riffer in there. <laughs> you can't compare them to him. So, but Bednar, we heard we didn't want to know. Oh, well, I, I was going to say Bednar. We wanted to know you because he won the Hearts Scottish Cup. Oh yes. Better bias creeping in there. <laughs> Maybe. Thank you, Melis. A man. There's no one. A man that recognises class. Scott, you didn't get in. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Melis, do you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next, yeah. Uh, so the person I've chosen is a man called Rabba Majer, uh, nice. who is from Algeria, an Algerian striker who is now retired. Um, 
He's not played for many clubs, but who and he's not played an enormous amount of games. He's played two hundred and eighty two games in his career, uh, scoring hundred and forty three goals um, for our clubs and national team. Played eighty seven, scored twenty eight. Um, played for the likes of Porto Ooh. for six years. Wow. Played fifty goals in one hundred eight games. Uh, he did a spell at Valencia on loan. Uh, in 1988. He's played for a few others, such as uh, M.A. Hussein Day. Played for them five days. Five uh, days? Four, uh, five days. Five <laughs> years. Well, I'd be about to play 94 games for them in five days. <laughs> uh, scored 58 goals. Um, and he then retired. He did manage quite a few clubs. Don't go into that. Uh, he did keep that a secret. Uh, <laughs> so, well, to be fair, he did. He did win the Africa Cup of Nations manager managing uh, Algeria uh, in nineteen ninety. Um, so we'll go on to some honours. Um, in for Hussein Day, he won the Algerian Cup and the African Cup Winners Cup runner up. All right, I didn't realise he was runner up. <laughs> Winners Cup runner up. Porto, he won the league three times um, and won in 85-86 and went on to win it the next two years. Um, He won the TACA de Portugal, which I'm guessing is the local uh, cup. (laughs) The local one. The the national (laughs) cup for for Portugal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he won the European Cup with them in 86 Intercontinental Cup 1987 Um, and international nationally wise he's won the African Cup of Nations in 1990 oh he he mustn't have been managing he must have been playing Um, (laughs) this is a bit of a weird one he's won the Afro-Asian Cup of Nations in 1991 and he's won the African Games in 1978. Nice. Um, that's a collective team awards. Uh, individually, he's uh, been in the team of the tournament for Africa Cup of Nations twice in two separate years. He's been the African Footballer of the Year in 1987. Uh, in the, in, he's won the Intercontinental... <laughs> you, you boys hear that, ambulance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's been the most valuable player, MVP in the Intercontinental Cup, European Cup top scorer for a year, Oof. best player of the African Cup Nations when they won it in the 1990. He got the IFFHS World Player of the Century Oof. in 2000. I've never heard of that award before, though. Um, he's been the Arab footballer of the 20th century. Um Algerian Footballer of the 20th Century, um, Algerian Footballer of the Year, several awards, or several, i say several. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, African, African Footballer of the 20th Century, he got fifth place in that, to be fair, yeah. probably after the likes of uh, other Africans. Um, <laughs> what? Well, African football, African footballers. I can't. I couldn't think of any. Uh, 
in in his era, I suppose it's pretty. And uh, he won the Golden Foot Legends Award in 2011, <laughs> and I think he got put into the IFFHF Legends nice. in 2016. So that is. Um, Right, let me scroll back up. Uh, Rabba Magia. We all go first, Coy. Aye, uh, Rabba Magia. We had one, It was the Afro Asian one for me. Oh, yeah. I didn't even <laughs> know that was a thing. Different class. Yeah. And the player of the century. <laughs> we got a couple of them. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I got to agree. Yeah. Never heard of him. Queen Sweet Millers. Roberto oh, Magia. What was his name? Rabba. Rama Majir, we hardly knew you. Yeah, Rama Majir, we hardly knew you. Brilliant. Sweet. Class. Well, well, next. Next. You will go. Oh, controversial. Oh, oh. I've got, got a nice one. It's a slightly different one. Uh, I feel I should get in for for different reasons. Um, so we have a Colombian footballer by the name of Gerardo Bedoya. Wow, wow. Anybody heard of him? Straight out of the gate? Nah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Know the second name, but I think it's a different player. Right. Um, now, uh, hang on, I'll just get up his get up his Wikipedia. Uh, here he is. Um, played for numerous clubs. We're talking double figures. Um, from 1995 to 2015. Starting off Deportivo Pereira, Deportivo Cali, Racing Club, we know them well. Mm-hmm. Deportivo Cali again, uh, Cologne, not German one that's spelt C O L O N, I think it's a Colombian club. Colon. Colon, that'll be it. <laughs> <laughs> Puebla, uh, Boca Juniors, just for three games though. <laughs> Atletico. How has someone not made a joke about that? Oh. Colon. Oh, IBS and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boca Juniors for three games. Uh, didn't score. Atletico Nacional. Um, Milonarios. Uh, I think they're Portuguese, isn't it? I think they're Colombian um, as well. Really? Invagido. Uh, Boyacha Chicho. Santa Fe. Fort. Fortaleza and Cucuta Deportivo. Um, so a lot of clubs, five hundred and fifty-two games. Is uh, a CDM by the way, uh, fifty-two goals in those five. So a goal every ten games. Not bad. Uh, played for the Colombian national side as well. Forty-nine games, four goals. Um, now we're called the Injury Time Brawl Podcast. Mm-hmm. And the reason I've chose this man is because he has the most red cards of anybody in history. Yes. Class. Now, I'll read you at the top three. Sergio Ramos is on 26. Cyril Rule is a French footballer, 27. Gerardo Bodoya, 46. <laughs> oh, yes. Red cards of his career. Um... As as I said, he's not really moved out of uh, out of South America, really. Moving into Argentina, I think a wee bit. Um, he's he's won a few honours, despite his. That's maybe why he's he's been at so many clubs because he's just 
a nutcase. Um, with Deportivo Cali, he won the Categoria Primera, Primera A. I'm assuming that's the Colombian Premier League. He won it again in 2012 with Santa Fe. Um, and internationally, he won the Copa America with Ooh, Colombia. Not bad. Um, aye. But I think the main the main thing is the red cards. 14 with Deportivo Cali. 5 with Racing Club. 7 with Milanaros. In the three games he played for Boca Juniors, he managed to get a red card. Bad. Um, <laughs> Santa, Santa Fe, eight, eight, eight red cards. Uh, and somehow that adds up to 46. I don't know what's going on with Wikipedia, but that's definitely not. Um, and he, in his managing career, his coaching career, um, in his first game, he was dismissed to the dug- uh, from the dugout after 21 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, carrying on the legacy in later life, yeah. Um, so that's Gerard Doya. Uh, obviously re- nah, retired now, coaching, still coaching. Um, played left back for Colombia and CDM in his in his club career. But yeah, so see how many reds you got for Colombia. Um. So many yellow cards you got in total because that must be in the hundreds. I tried, I tried searching that up because it must have been high, but I, I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, it's impressive. See, getting that amount of red cards is so impressive because 46. Think about red. the amount of matches he would have been suspended for that he couldn't have got red cards. Aye, in. mental. And he still managed to play 500, 550, exactly. 46 red cards and 52 goals. Nearly as many red cards as goals. Oh. Um. I can't find how many red cards he got for Colombia, but I'd imagine he got at least one. Yeah. That's big Gerardo, though. What do we think? He's going straight in for me. He's got, yeah, got trophies, he's Brilliant. got international, all the red cards. We hardly do you, do you? And he, he, fits, he fits our injury time brawl. Absolutely, Obadiah. Oh, yes. That might actually be my favourite one yet. The most red cards by about 20. And he got yeah. sent off as a manager as well, 21 minutes yes. in. Oh, that's like that. And he won <laughs> trophies. He did. Copa America, no way. Standing. All right, me, nice. me, me to go now? Aye, right, go for it. It's annoying. I thought I had quite a good one, but you've stolen all the thunder there. Oh, no. I'm sure it'll be fine. All right. Well, it's a good, it's a good introduction. So I've got a. Brazilian striker, retired now, 66 years old, by the name of Roberto Dynamite. Yes. <laughs> yes. Roberto Dynamite. Roberto Dynamite. So, spent his whole career in Brazil, apart from eight matches for Barcelona. Nice. Don't know the story behind that. Started off Vasco da Gama, uh, scored 92 goals, 161 games, went to Barca for eight matches, scored twice, back to Vasco da Gama, da Gama scored 100. You know, scored 89 goals in 150 games. Then Portuguesa on loan, 9 goals in 17 games. Then Campo Grande didn't score in 14. He also got 28 goals in 38 games for the Brazilian national team. But what those stats don't tell you is all the mental um, all the mental competitions you get in the Brazilian league. 
So you get your league, then you get the regional league. I think that's like the equivalent of like Edinburgh having a league. So Hearts and Hibs will play all of the amateur teams. Yeah. So his goals have gone absolutely mad. So his total <laughs> career stats are over 800 games, maybe 820 games, and uh, 501 goals. Wow. Ooh, wow. Over over cool. 500 goals for Roberto Dynamite. Uh, in terms of honours, he's won the Campeonato Brasilia, Brasileiro Serie A. So the Brazilian League, he won that once. Mm-hmm. He also won the Campeonato Carioca. So I think that's the Brazilian Cup on five occasions. Oh, so not bad. He's a cup man. He's the Vasco da Gama all-time top goal scorer. He's the Brazilian League all-time top scorer. The Brazilian Jeez. Cup all-time top scorer. Obviously, he's got Jeez. 500 career goals. Uh, he was the only the, the Serie A top scorer twice. Just strange. Strange one. Mm. Uh, he's the Bola de Prata winner. That's a annual award given to the best player in the Brazilian League. So Brazilian Player of the Year three times. And he was the Copa America top scorer in 1983. Wasn't a one. He was also Rio's greatest idol, voted in 1985. In football or just in general? Just the idol, mate. The idol of Rio. Christ. Uh, It didn't stop there. After his retirement from football, became a politician. He ran for State Assembly of Rio de Janeiro, being elected and then re-elected since. Uh, Roberto Dynamite. Yeah. Gets a little bit better though. Roberto Dynamite was elected Rio de Janeiro State Deputy. Oh boy. What? I love a deputy. Three times. (laughs) Three times. Three times a deputy. And then after being the Vasco da Gama, all time top goal scorer, all time best player, he became their president uh, in 2008. He's done everything, mate. Love it. Yes. Roberto Dynamite. Oh, cracking name as well. I'll yeah. start off by saying uh, Dynamite, we hardly knew you. Yes, we did that. Absolutely. He's been a busy, had a busy career and a successful one, so Dynamite, we hardly knew you. What was uh, He's got character, this man. We hardly knew him. Golden buzzer, there it is. Is it the Gamma all-time top scorer, Syria all-time top scorer? Brazilian and, Cup all-time top goal scorer. And Brazilian Cup, Jesus. And the Idol of Rio. Well, can't forget that. Yeah. So, unreal. Well, then. I think that's so us, that's boys. Three clean sweeps and a, an absolute stinker. Aye. Who's was the stinker again? Um, that boy in the corner. The one with IBS. That one. <laughs> 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 right, boys, I think that's so, us. Yeah. I think that was a lot, of, a lot of editing needed again, but I think that was a good one. <laughs> uh, cheers again for listening. See you next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, boys.